And off his box, a box of chocolates Would I know to stay away? What's that? And off his box, a box of chocolates Would I eat them anyway? Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Good evening. This is Mike. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture. Every Thursday evening at 6.30, food, culture, and goings-on around Ann Arbor and the area. And I have a guest in the studio. Hello, Mariah. Hi, Mike. Thanks so much for having me. Welcome. Uh, Mariah Cherim is a librarian, a production librarian at the Ann Arbor District Library. And this Saturday is Record Store Day, which I think might be my favorite national holiday. (laughs) (laughs) And um, the library is getting in on that in its own unique way. Yeah. Um, Talk about that. Sure, we are. Um, I'm pretty excited. I I have to admit that uh, I am a fan of Record Store Day, too, having been a longtime collector. Um, and the library for the last couple of years has thought about, well, what sort of music things could we do maybe related to this date? Um, obviously, the library isn't going to be selling limited edition singles or no, anything. Not. <laughs> <laughs> anything like that. Not yet. Um, not for a while. Um, but, you know, a lot of the local record stores um, underground sounds and other places like that will be carrying these limited edition record store day um, releases and um, the library has actually um, not limited editions but we are going to do sort of an unveiling or a launch of a new collection and it's actually not brand new we're thinking of it as a triumphant return mm. of the vinyl collection to Ann Arbor District Library checking out vinyl you can check out vinyl again starting starting on this coming Saturday, April 16th. So that is officially Record Store Day, and we will, on that day, not only have vinyl available for checkout, um, but we're also tying it in with a screening of a recent documentary that was made about the rise and fall of Tower Records. Oh, wow. Yeah. So um, the screening will start, the movie part will start at four o'clock, but at three o'clock, we'll actually have some of the former stalwart employees from Tower Records right here in Ann Arbor. Um, They'll be showing off some snapshots, talking about um, some in-store experiences and all sorts of crazy record store experiences that you get when you work in such a place. Um, And they'll be uh, sort of regaling us with their tales. And during that time, um, I'll also have a few of the records that will be available for checkout from the library's collection so people can take a look and get a sneak peek. And then after that event, so um, Saturday after the movie, which will probably be, uh, maybe probably go to about 5.30. But during or after the event, people can choose from about 150 different vinyl albums. Um, and you may remember, I, in my distant memory, remember that the Ann Arbor District Library, when it was the Ann Arbor Public Library, did actually used to circulate vinyl records. Mm-hmm. But it's it's been a minute. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so we decided that it was high time to try to bring back uh, some circulating vinyl. And it's been an interesting um, question problem to try to solve because we want to start things small and then just see how it goes and then grow from there. That's really cool. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking about that previous era I remember, I know the library sometimes has their big sales in the basement. 
mostly books, but I, I have such a short attention span in ADHD that I go for vinyl and CDs. You know, it's just instant input into your mind. Oh, yeah. I, it's, I have to admit that. <laughs> and um, so I bought a bunch of BBC sound effects LPs that they were unloading. Oh, nice. Ab- right. Along with a bunch of other LPs. And oh, I thought, okay. wow, this is the end of an era. Or maybe it wasn't, actually. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you aren't alone. Uh, we actually have another librarian who I work with now, who, um, and I don't know if she ended up buying it from a friend sale or it ended up in her hands some other way, um, but long after the library stopped circulating vinyl, so probably by the late 90s or so, um, or I guess put a pause on circulating vinyl, right, right. Um, she has ended up with a few albums that actually have the, the withdrawn stamp on them and oh, the, wow. the Ann Arbor Public Library stamp. And so um, she's held on to them. Do you still have the soundtrack albums? Uh, I do. I do have some of those. Those are okay. each album was a different uh, sound effect theme. Oh, okay. So some of them, I believe, if I remember, I've shared with the folks who do Robot Pasta on Saturday oh, yeah, afternoon. That's perfect. The Robot Pasta show is Saturday at five. And uh, the theme from Robot Pasta is by Delia Derbyshire, who is an uh, electronic music pioneer. Definitely. And she probably did some of the sound effects on those very albums. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's interesting in thinking about um, sound effects and sort of library music, um, all of those things that maybe, I don't even know if they would be credited on the liner notes or anything, but... Yeah, I didn't, they yeah. didn't have any on these versions, yeah. but they're pretty generic looking, but uh, yeah. yeah. But I'm always interested because, of course, that is that whole sub- subgenre of vinyl called, quote, library music, and not because it's from a public library like ours, um, but just that it was used in effects libraries for sound effects, for advertisements, for broadcasts, um, and then background tracks um, that were used, say, um, for commercials or um, like live productions on radio. So we don't have any uh, anything that falls into the library music mm-hmm. genre mm-hmm. as a part of this relaunched collection, um, but we do have a pretty broad range, uh, which I think is a great way to get things revamped and restarted. We're focusing a lot on rock and pop, uh, but we also have quite a bit of electronic, as well as um, some hip-hop albums, like Tribe Called Quest just did some reissues and wanted to get those into the catalog. Um, So we have a pretty broad range. A few local LPs. We're hoping to expand um, the local music collection, as we always are looking to do. Um, Once we get our footing in terms of getting this relaunched a little bit more, I'm sure we'll be looking to purchase a few more albums from local artists a lot of artists now aren't even releasing on cd so yeah yeah. so in order for the library to own a physical copy that we can circulate sometimes whether it's a local artist or sometimes a national artist um you know if people aren't necessarily going to be getting that the library can't necessarily give everyone spotify but we can certainly buy Mm -hmm. a physical copy of uh, a record and that's something that can circulate i'm sure yeah, a friend of mine who's a musician recently asked uh, around on Facebook, should I do a CD and vinyl and uh, MP3, or should I do vinyl and MP3? Yeah, And yeah. Uh, a lot of people just said vinyl and MP3. Some of them said CD, vinyl. I said CD, but that was me. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's... It's, an, it's a big question. So. It is. It really is. And um, I've been over the last several years uh, in charge of purchasing some of the CDs for the library's collection to share with all of our patrons. And sometimes we'll get requests in from patrons for particular albums and they'll ask for them on CD 
and they aren't available on CD. And that really frustrates me because obviously I always want to try to accommodate people's tastes and get right. a wide variety of things. And I just run into a wall when things are only available on streaming. Um, so I think, you know, there, there's a there's a certain place in our music ecosystem for streaming, certainly. But uh, I don't think that people are totally done with owning physical media and sharing physical media in that way yet. So. I have to agree with you there. Yeah. <laughs> As we can tell, sitting down here in the archive of Surrounded FCBM. by CDs, but also a whole bunch of albums. Yeah, yeah. And a staggering amount of albums. I'm always impressed every time I'm down here. I don't know how many tens of thousands are even around here, but uh, a lot of music you can't get anywhere else. Definitely, so. definitely. And I know, just thinking of my own history as a music lover, um, and I'm quite a few years uh, out of school and have had uh -huh. quite a few years of music love under my belt, but I still remember being in high school, being just within range of WCBN and hearing things through a staticky radio that I hadn't heard anywhere else before. And I think that's one thing that you can get through a place like WCBN, through a circulating physical collection, through your library. Mm -hmm. Sometimes there are things that, frankly, you aren't going to have access to through any sort of streaming, through any sort of service like that. And it really takes that additional, whether it's, you know, a human curating it or whether it's it's an artist saying, okay, I'm just going to release this as a physical product. Um, there are some some barriers if you're not willing to go outside of streaming. So I'm happy to be able to facilitate other people having new music discovery too. Very cool. Yeah. Well, I'd like to play a certain piece of vinyl. I don't know that this is going to be part of the Ann Arbor District Library Collection. I don't think so. Not not, not for the foreseeable future, okay. but I'm very curious about it. Okay. <laughs> this is a little bit of Mersey Cajun music, a very, very limited genre. This is Jambalaya by Jerry and the Pacemakers. Um, goes a little something like this. I'm here with uh, Mariah from the Ann Arbor District Library, which will start checking out LPs starting Saturday on Record Store Day. So, again, what time of day is that going to be? Sure. So um, people can arrive at a little bit before 3 if they want to stop in for the Tower Records screening. And the records will be available for checkout that afternoon, I know for sure. They may get on the floor a little bit earlier, um, but, uh, you know, I'd say we'll definitely be ready by 3 o'clock when we're having our Tower Records event. Okay. Well, very good. This is WCBN. Let's hear some uh, Jerry and the Pacemakers or some of that uh, indigenous Cajun music of uh, Liverpool. All right. Thanks go. a lot, Mike. Sure. Come on, Joe. We gotta go. Me, oh, my, oh. We gotta go. Take the B road down to Bio. Big guitar. Shatter me old 
Thank you, Jerry and the Pacemakers and Jambalaya. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. It's almost quarter to seven already. Arif will be helping us to face the music at seven with wonderful music of the first half of the 20th century. All pretty much guaranteed to have been, well, most of it originally on vinyl, I think I'd have to say. <laughs> Although some on cylinders. Or, or, yeah, or Bakelite. Bakelite? Oh, yeah. Bakelite, that's right. So Mariah is here from the Ann Arbor District Library talking about the new vinyl collection starting Saturday afternoon. You will be able to check out vinyl from the library. Yeah. So what are the logistics of that, having the vinyl collection? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, a little bit, of, we're, we're still going to be fine-tuning some details, I imagine. That's why we started with a little bit smaller um, sort of pilot collection to revive things. Um, our, our sort of, what I think of as our relaunch collection is about 150 albums. and uh, But it's interesting because you have to think about what, what sort of patrons might be listening to albums, what sort of, um, of course, I can't anticipate everyone's requests, no, but no, no. Uh, sort of a broad swath of interest. So we have everything from, you know, Stones reissues and Beatles reissues to newer indie rock. Um, and then we have to think about, well, okay, um, how do you circulate something like this? We certainly did it for years and years before, and there are these great pictures in the downtown library of these listening stations that they used to have in the 60s mm, and 70s. Oh yeah. yeah, I love those pictures. Um, I never got to experience that myself, but I'm very envious. Yeah? <laughs> Ar- here's here's Ar- Arwolf, yes? Yeah. Hi. Yeah, I've, I've got some vinyl records, too, that were remaindered. I've got a Marion Moore... Marianne Moore reading her poetry. It's amazing. I mean, some remarkable records. I just wanted to get a word in here, though, about recording formats. And you you had such a great conversation going about that. And I have this theory that recording formats are like people. They're not better or worse. They're just (laughs) different. (laughs) Yep. Mm -hmm. And so I I keep putting out a plea for us to learn from the recording formats to get along better. There you go. That makes so sense. I just wanted to throw that in there. Yeah. The humanitarian uh, homily for <laughs> Pandora's Lunchbox. Yeah, Thank our you, lesson Arbel. today. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think that makes a lot of sense. So as uh, a librarian who's worked with audiobooks and the written word, I love both. I never will judge a patron of any age for preferring to listen to a particular book or preferring to read a particular book. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be completely silly and short-sighted. And so similarly, I don't think that I would ever um, feel that it was my place to judge someone's preference to listen to something on an LP versus listening. It's a very different experience sometimes listening to something on an LP versus listening to a CD, too. Yeah, and the problem is is sometimes people get riveted towards one format, and then they really badly want to hear something by an artist, but they will not touch a recording that's not in the right format. Yeah. So what's more important, the the musician, the music, or the format? Right. There you <laughs> go. What's yeah. the deal? What are we doing here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, I think that's actually a really good point. Um, yeah. So in, in thinking about circulating, a lot of people have said, oh, well, you know, records, they're breakable. Well, guess what? We circulate DVDs. We circulate CDs. We circulate books. They're breakable and scratchable, too. Oh, yes. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> especially if you think about the fact we circulate board books for babies, they're going to get some chew marks on mm-hmm. them sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> they're, you know, they're, they're going to get a little bit of rough treatment. So with any collection, with any type of material that we have, we just have to anticipate that there will be a certain number of times, um, although the majority of patients 
patrons are so respectful and take really good care of their materials. There will be a certain number of times that accidents happen here and there. There will be a certain amount of our collections budget that we'll need to um, devote to repair, to um, you know, cleaning, to, to taking care of things. Um, but in terms of the actual material, it doesn't initially at least, um, it, it doesn't seem any more intimidating than any of the tricky things like you know, now we're circulating telescopes at the Ann Arbor District Library. Oh, telescopes? Yeah. Really? Wow. You know, so we've been circulating all sorts of things that, frankly, are way weirder than <laughs> <laughs> than than the vinyl records that the library actually circulated for quite a while. Previously. Like your uh, electronic music instruments. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, every once in a while, um, again, people take really good care of the instruments. Every once in a while, we'll get a case back where it's apparent that a cat has curled up and slept in the Oh, no. <laughs> so, and, it, you know, you take a lint roller, you clean it really well. Just do what you, you know. can, yeah. 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 Um, but uh, for the most part, you know, whatever you're going to circulate, every once in a while we get a book back with the, where someone's dog will have gotten hold of it or something like Uh-oh. that. So, yeah. yeah. That, so any, any format, exactly. any format can do that. Yeah. yeah. It has its downsides. Um, but I am really just excited because I think that there are people who have been drawn into the library through finding out about the um, telescopes, through finding out about the unusual music tools, who maybe haven't had a library card in a few years and have come up to me and have said, oh my gosh, this totally renewed my interest in it. And now I'm taking home, you know, this big pile of like art books and CDs and whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. And so now we'll add um, vinyl to the variety of things that we're able to offer to people to share with their community. And meanwhile, they can find out about the events at the library. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, and we have tons of events, um, including, um, like we mentioned, the the Tower Records documentary this coming Saturday. Um, but there are always events for all sorts of ages. We're doing all sorts of events that are off-site sometimes at other locations. Um, we participate in things like Full Moon and things like that. We really, um, anyone who works for the library knows that we really try to be out and about in the community as well. Um, so. It's just, I think, the more different ways we can expose people to everything that the library does and is, um, and vinyl is one of those things, mm-hmm. um, the better. Um, because we really do want to represent our community and be tied into our community. And as you were saying earlier, that completely circles back to if people have suggestions for things that they want to request on vinyl, things like that, we're always um, going to want to consider those. Of course, we can't buy every single thing, no, especially, no. like I said, sometimes I'll run into things where they aren't available in the format that I that I wish they were. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, we really try to stay tuned in to the things that the community is looking for. Yeah. Yeah. I just am really excited to see that aspect of the library come back. Yeah. Checking out LPs, connecting like that. Yeah, me too. And there are a few specific LPs that I was excited to purchase um, on be- on behalf of the library for our community. So we actually have Sugar Mountain, which is, of course, the Canterbury House live recording that Neil Young made. And we're going to have that circulating on Amazing. LP. Amazing. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll, of course, have, you know various Stooges releases, um, Funhouse, we have a couple MC5 albums, um, things that really tie into our shared community musical history as well. And when I went to the School of Music for a while in the early 80s, I remember 
going to the library and listening to tapes oh, wow, of ethnomusicology. Yeah. So, I mean, oh, yeah. to be able to go to the library and check these things out is, is a wonderful interactive thing. I'm really glad. Yeah, yeah. So I'm really excited. Um, I am hoping that uh, things will grow and grow. And as I said, I'm, I'm open to suggestions. I'm open to, um, you know, as it's me and a few other people who are managing the collection. Um, but we're always intrigued to find out what ideas people have. And if they have ideas for other things, like I said, telescopes, if they have ideas for other tools mm. and things that would make sense for people to share within the community, um, we're always adding new things to our sort of unusual stuff and tools collection, too. So, And a lot of that comes, most of that actually comes from patron suggestions. And are the are what's available on LP yet on the website of the ADL? So there is a link. Um, you can't reserve anything at this point. Um, you have to actually come in and get it physically. We aren't going to allow holds for the first month or so of the collection, at least, because we want to make sure people can physically have something to physically browse while they're there. Oh, okay, good. Eventually, yeah, like yeah, eventually you'll be able to put a hold on things just like you do with books or CDs or movies. Um, but you can actually take a look and just browse through those initial 150 titles by going to aadl.org slash vinyl and that's a nice quick um, visual list and you can get a sense for sort of just the general overview of our collection all of the titles that will start circulating this weekend are listed there and then as i mentioned of course as things move along and grow we'll be adding more and more titles too terrific anything else you'd like to add Oh, gosh, I think that's really it. I'm just I'm excited for the chance to talk about this because uh, I just really am excited always when the library can revive a collection or add other new things for the community. And uh, so thanks for giving me some time to talk about it today. Well, thank you for coming on the show. Oh, yeah. Glad to be here. <laughs> Mariah from the Ann Arbor District Library talking about the vinyl collection. You can start checking out vinyl after the movie this Saturday. The yes. movie starts at 3 and. Sometime during or after the movie, you're saying, right? That'll... Yeah. So, I mean, let's just say three and be safe. Three. And I'll okay. make sure that you can check them out after three. Sounds right? great. <laughs> this Saturday at the Arbor District. And it's just downtown that you can it's check them out? It's just downtown for now. Um, a lot like some of the music tools and things like that, we started them downtown. And then as soon as we kind of got our processes running smoothly, then we expanded to branches. So I can't say for sure if we'll expand to branches. But for now, we're going to start everything downtown. Excellent. Yeah. Well, thank you for being on the show. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Mike. Always a pleasure to chat with you. Thank you. Well, we're going to go now to something deep and local and uh, food-oriented. This <laughs> is uh, artisan food-oriented on vinyl. This is a song called Doing the Flake, and it's by Gary Lewis and the Playboys, and it is brought to you by Kellogg, apparently. There are actually some wonderful dance steps on the back with a chicken doing the dances. It's all very beautiful. So look closely at your radio, and you will see how to dance this record. <laughs> you ready? Here we go. Yes. 
Are you doing the flake? That's Gary Lewis and the Playboys. Uh, the record is from Kellogg's Corn Flakes, produced in the mid-60s, and it is making that beautiful vinyl noise right now. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been Mike for a while. Just a quick mention to mention the tragic news that the voice behind the Lucky Charms cereal commercials, Leprechaun, has died at the age of 93. Arthur Anderson, there's a picture of him on the New York Times Actually, as a kid with Orson Welles in the Mercury Theater's production of Julius Caesar in 1938. But as you know, he went on to greater things as Lucky the Leprechaun, who performed as a, as a cartoon. He became a cartoon. He changed formats for the Frosted Lucky Charms commercials from 1963 to 1992. And it was magically delicious. But now he's up with the marshmallow moons and stars. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Anderson, for all you've done for us. Our old friend Face the Music is next. I've been Mike for a, re- for a real long time, actually. We're going to go with one more food song on vinyl. Remember, Ann Arbor District Library. Checking out vinyl starting this Saturday afternoon after 3 o'clock. Here is Julia Lee and all this beef and big ripe tomatoes. It is dinner time, so that's appropriate. Thank you for listening. This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Never stop listening or ever, 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 ever. This beef and big ripe tomatoes, that's all I need. All this beef and big ripe tomatoes, listen and take heed. I like to travel and I like to roam. What I got will bring you right back home. All this beef and big ripe tomatoes, that's all I need. All this beef and big ripe tomatoes, that's all I need. All this beef and big ripe tomatoes, listen and take heed. I got a little gal, she's mighty fine. What I've got will make you change your mind. All this beef and big ripe tomatoes, that's all I need. smoke but listen papa this ain't no joke all this beef and big ripe tomatoes that's all i need all this beef and big ripe tomatoes that's all i need that'll work it's seven o'clock this is wcbn fm ann arbor 88.3 is the frequency. My name is R. Wolf. Thanks, Mike. That was an excellent program. And now I'll just try and follow it up in style with Face the Music. I got some old records, and I'm going to take you around the block a couple hundred thousand times. This is a North American landscape poem in the form of a radio show. 
We're going to start with a record cut in 1919 by Wilbur Sweatman's original jazz band, and it's called the Rainy Day Blues. Let's face the music together. <laughs> 